When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Girl Stop Playing, a weekly show that empowers black women to stop playing with their potential so they can live a life that they love. I'm Coriel, your favorite homegirl, and I'm on a mission to help black women make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you're willing to work. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I'm bringing you the information and the conversations to help you make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. And today you are in for a treat because we have a fella in the building. Y'all already know the black women love hearing from the black men. It is my goal to bridge this gap, to end this gender war, and to create these conversations that hopefully, prayerfully move the culture forward. So without further ado, we got Mr. Jay Hill in the building. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. You are sitting on the other side Mm -hmm. this time. Usually you are hosting. How does it feel to be on that side? Are you nervous? Nah. Okay. Work. I mean, I feel like it's, you know, just chill. We're about to have a conversation. We're about to have a conversation, a continuation of some of the conversations that I've seen you have on your podcast. Mm. I always think it's interesting um, when men decide to pick up the microphone to do a podcast because mm. you all are not typically given the opportunity to express yourselves, and these podcasts allow you to do that. So I definitely want to talk about that. But before we do that, who is Jay Hill? Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I was just having this conversation last night. Uh, I'm, just, I'm a father. I'm a friend. Uh, I'm a God-fearing man. I'm just I'm a I'm a I'm a good person, right? Like somebody that works on myself like daily. You feel me? I think um, just continuing to seek information to, to make me better, mm-hmm. right? That's just who I am, like at the heart, at the core. Like some I was telling a guy last night, and it was like, bro, you gotta sell yourself more. And I'm like, it's hard to for what I care for. It's hard to do that because like all the stuff that I care for is the thing that you don't get on camera, right? Like it's it's not about my podcast that makes me who I am, right? It's the fact that you can leave uh, your your four or five-year-old girl in the house with me and know that she's going to be safe, right? For people that just meet me, know that we can go out and you know that if something goes down, I'm going to have your back. Not saying I want that to happen, right? But, like, just knowing that, like, I'm loyal and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just an honorable man. You know what I'm saying? How do you navigate fake-ass Atlanta? where everybody does value those things that you're saying you don't value? Because I, I think it sometimes leave you, leaves you in a 
weird position where you are working towards something, so you want to promote it. You do want people to recognize it and respect it and know about it, so you know that you need to do something to put it out there, but then you also don't want to necessarily get lumped up in what everybody else has going on. So how do you navigate that? Um, it's hard. Like, so every time, like, people come here, they ask me, yo, how's it going? I tell them the same thing. It's work. Like it's dope for what it, for what is for what is what I'm here for. I came here to do my podcast, do my interviews, and I'm doing that, and I'm getting great guests because of the proximity. People are here, so it's mm-hmm. easier to get these guests, right? So it's working. That's that's the only reason why I came here. Everything else is just is what it is, right? I mean, even when I was home, I wasn't wasn't like I go out and things like that. But I do want to be in these rooms. I'd be lying if I didn't. But um, I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago. He was like, "This has always been me, though. Like I'm." Like, I'm a disruptor, and, like, it's kind of hard. To, if you are fake, it's probably hard to be in the presence with me. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. And, I, and I'm still learning to accept it, to be honest, because I know everybody, we live in a day where everybody say they don't care about what people think, but I do. I, I, I mean, I'm just, it is what it is. I care, I want people to look at me as a respectful man because that's who I am, and I, and, and, I, and I work hard at it. I'm going to keep it all the way funky with you. It just is what it is. So, yeah, I do care. But I say all that to say it's hard because, like, you do have people who are successful, and you want to be in the rooms. And sometimes you just gotta accept that, like, I'm I'm not fit for that room. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say? Like, I want to be in the rooms with everybody successful and all that because I want to be amongst the the elite. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be being on the biggest podcast like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it's just it's hard to talk to me because I don't just let people let things fly, and it's not intentional. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's who I am. Like, I could come in. And because why you make it make you real uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Not again, I ain't don't know. I'm not trying to be no cocky thing. It's just when you genuine, it can make somebody that's ingenuine uncomfortable. It's like what they say, like the light brings out the darkness in people. Like when yeah. you have a natural light, you're not trying to be anybody that you aren't. You just walk in and you got an energy or you yeah. are naturally who you are. That makes people who are trying to be someone feel uncomfortable comfortable because how do you just get to be like that? Yeah. How do you do it? I think a lot of times that is what ends up separating people because they see that in you and they really want that for themselves. You know, it's funny. I, um, But some things do make sense, especially being a man. Like, I remember not too long ago, I'm the type of person, like, I'm just, you going to get what you get, right? Like, I come in, I speak to everybody. Sometimes, like, sometimes I might be in my own way, right? Sometimes I might just be to myself. That don't mean I got a problem, but I'm just to myself. But for the most part, I'm just coming and I can share space with anybody. Like, mm-hmm. if you were, if you got something going on, I'm gonna salute you. Like it don't matter what I got going on. I know I'm great. I don't need to put myself in the front in the front room all the time. Mm-hmm. And I could salute somebody just as much as I know I'm good as, as well. But I say that say I remember a time where I never forget somebody had like I don't know if it was a nice crib or something. And I was with my lady and I was like, bro, this is fire. Like I and I might have said like I can't wait to I get to the level to do this or something. And I remember my friend was like, man, I ain't never saying it in front of my girl because my girl need to know that like think. Even if I don't have it going on, she's going to think I do got it going on. And I understand that from a man point of view, but that's just never been me. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I have conversations leaving like, damn, should I said that? Because, like, I'm vulnerable. Like, this is just, I don't, nobody can intimidate me because I'm like, bro, I, at the end of the day, I got the grace of God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, bro, I love God. So I don't, all this other stuff don't matter. You feel me? So I can salute somebody and not have it and say I can't wait till it's my turn. And that don't take nothing away from me. A lot of people, don't, they can't live like that. They got to. It's like they live in an imaginary land, like some Wonka shit. I'm not, my bad. But like, you know it's what like, it is? It's, it's like, like this morning I was thinking about when I have to, you know, if my son sees something on TV and he gets scared and I'm like, it's make-believe, it's not real. You know, nothing on TV is real, baby. And this morning I was thinking like, 
we have to start telling ourselves that about like social media. Facts. Like nothing is real on Instagram. You that can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. Those people judging you. That's it's not real. These are not real people. And it's so easy to tell a kid, don't be scared, because mm -hmm. we know from our adult, you know, mature perspective that none of this is real. But we find ourselves in these very fake situations and then we're afraid of what could happen or we are not being our real selves because of what other people will think and we have to remind ourselves like this is not real the reality that you create for yourself is what is real that's and that's what people don't you know necessarily get to see all the time just on the camera no that's a fact yeah i mean that's why i said everything about you ask me who am i it's everything that you don't see on camera you know what i'm saying the cameras work you didn't even mention the podcast no that's work you know what i'm saying i do it because I enjoy it. And somehow, I, I, like last night, the guy was like, bro, you don't feel like that's your passion. If it ain't your passion, then you shouldn't be doing it. It's not my, I mean, not passion. Your purpose? No, it's not my purpose. Like, yeah, it's a funnel for me to share my purpose. But the podcast is far, the farthest thing away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my purpose is to tell everybody about God, right? And even if we don't want to put on a religious belief, it's about how do I help the young man who was in a similar situation to me not have to go through what I went through. Point blank, period. Yeah, the podcast is a funnel to be able to to, to have my story so mm -hmm. somebody can look at it and be like, I learned that on the podcast. But the podcast, that's not my purpose. It's your path, though, yeah. that is allowing you to share, to, it. Yeah, to yeah, share your share purpose. Share my purpose, for sure. What is the something you want men, young men to avoid that you experienced? The specific thing that you were just referencing? Um, Self-control. I think that's probably the hardest thing. Coming from what... From where I'm from, I think, um, well, not even just where I'm from. I'm learning that a lot of inner cities are like that, right? Like, you don't learn how to control your emotions. And then, and I want them to understand that sometimes, like my mom used to always say, some mistakes are too costly to make. And sometimes when it's time for you to learn, is at the expense of something you really care for. And that can even be, sometimes we learn through extremes, but at the end of the day, sometimes that can be your life or your life, right? It could be six feet under or behind a bar somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think the, the biggest thing I would let people learn, it's a lot of things, but one of the things that I, I want people to learn the most or young men is just understanding that things ain't going to go your way, right? And, like, it ain't about what makes you... It ain't about when things are going good. That ain't that ain't what makes you you, right? It's about how you react to things when it's in times of adversity. You feel me? Like, that's what I want people to understand because it's something that I still deal with. Like, I ain't perfect, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I know it was a lot of opportunities that I missed because of just, like, anger issues, right? Like, I'm, I, I've been to, like, I was kicked out of five different elementary schools for what was fighting. Your, what was your family like, like your childhood, your your household? Two parents, one no, parent, grandparent? Yeah, my mom. Single yeah. mother. Um, yeah. Siblings? So I got a brother, but we never really, like, we wasn't close. He So he had a, um, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. But, like, not, like, the thing we play with, like, the, like, Bipolar disorder is a real disorder. It is. Well, you we can't, just, yeah. Yeah, we play what with we it. What we do with it, yeah. yeah. And my mom's had me at like 45, right? So uh, so I guess I set the premise. Like, my mom's just raped when she had me. She was 45. Okay. My brother, I think she had my brother at 18. So he's like probably like 50-something now. Like, say, I don't know. Old enough to be your dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Probably my granddad, to be honest. So like, and because he had bipolar disorder and with my mom's issues, like drug abuse or whatever, the family was split. So like my mom's side of the family is really like church-going people. But... Some would say, like, they were, like, the judgy church people. Mm -hmm. But, again, like, until I learned them, they just, my, my mom was just a black sheep. You know what I'm saying? She did a, thing, a lot of things that people didn't agree with, and she went her own way. She had to learn her own thing, and that's cool. I say, I say because my brother had bipolar disorder, he always was with them, mm -hmm. and I really wasn't with them a lot. So together. I probably, honestly, like, I'm 32. My 32 years, I probably could count on both hands how many times I probably, like, interacted with my brother. So I asked you that 
um, not just because I wanted to get all up in your business, but as a mother of boys, mm -hmm. as someone who hosts this and other podcasts and just is constantly having these conversations and truly has a heart for wanting to figure out what can we do to not fix the community, but provide resources, get better, improve. And a part of what I heard when you were speaking was, and not even what I heard, you literally said being able to control yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the lack of being able to control yourself a lot of times comes from the lack of opportunities to express yourself when you were a child. And in my opinion, the lack of opportunities to express yourself or not showing you how to properly express yourself comes from a lot of times a single mother that was too busy or she was expressing herself as women do. So you either are not going to express yourself because you don't express yourself. You're going to have a whole bunch of anger up in there because it was never expressed. Or you're going to learn how to express yourself in a feminine way, the way women do, because this is your only example. And so this is just a theory that I personally have just been playing around with. Like, what does what does this whole single parent home really cause? Like, what are the real repercussions of the single parent, whether a single mom or a single dad. But I think a part of it is the child does not really have an opportunity to learn how to express themselves. So do you feel like you were given an opportunity to express yourself or what were you taught about how a boy or man expresses himself that led to whatever you experienced that was not favorable? Mm, I think, um, I don't know. I, it's hard. I don't know if I was able to express myself like I wanted to, but that's not something that I think about. Like, that's not something that I yearn for, that I, like, I dwell, not dwell, but it's not something I think about at all. Um, so I don't think it was a big deal. You don't think it was a big deal, but you also said you don't want other people to repeat those mistakes. So what can they be doing? You yeah. know, like, how could they be, hindsight being 2020, you've been an evol evolved man now. Mm -hmm. What would you tell a nephew or a little cousin who might not have learned how to express himself or there may have never been a safe space for him to express himself? Like, now knowing what you know, what will you tell a young man who gets himself in a situation and he doesn't know how to express himself? I think because my thing is not expression. I, I guess if I said, I, I like, it's just controlling emotions, right? So, like... And expressing yourself doesn't have to be, like, I don't think it has to be, it coincide, right? Okay. It can, but I don't think necessarily, but, like, for me, it was not. So you're expressing yourself, but in any, in a... Physical way. Got you. Okay, right? so or you even, are expressing them, yeah, just not in sure. a healthy way. Yeah, yeah, exactly, got right? You. Or, shit, to be honest, like, if you're in a relationship, a lot of times you can't control your emotions, so that's how men cheat, right? So, like, these are the things I'm talking about, but that's a great question, though, when it comes to expressing yourself. I think men need to know that you don't always have to express yourself. It's power and silence, right? And if you want to express yourself in a manner for somebody to receive it, maybe you should take a break, right? Maybe you should go talk to somebody else, cool off, because it's going to be hard for somebody. It, we always want to express ourselves, but that's not what we want. We want somebody to understand us and hear us, mm -hmm. right? So as a man, right, they say men think logical, I don't know, right? But let's say if you want somebody to hear you, you got to be strategic in speaking to them. Mm -hmm. So if you're communicating with somebody in an angry way, it's going to be hard for them to hear That's you. how they're going to receive it. Right? So it's like, if you want to be heard, you got to express yourself in a way for somebody to hear you. So sometimes it makes for you, if you want to express yourself and be heard, sometimes it takes for you to take a step back to come back, if that makes sense, right? It does make sense. And you said something that kind of brought a new perspective. So when you said not able to control your emotions, I immediately went to, 
I get angry and I don't, you know, I get angry and I blow up or mm -hmm. I repress my emotions. I suppress my emotions because I don't know how to express myself. But then you said not controlling your emotions could lead to cheating. Mm -hmm. That was a light bulb because I didn't connect the dots that mm -hmm. some men might express their emotions by punching the wall. Some men might express their emotions or not be able to control their emotions and they go out and cheat. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Does that look like my girl made me mad today? So the way that I'm going to express my, you know, discontent with my girl, I'm going to go cheat on her. What does, how does infidelity stem from lack of control of your emotions? I mean, it's many ways. Like, it's not just one, but it can be my girl made me mad, I go cheat. It don't even have to be that. It could be I'm a man, I think I should have my way and I want multiple women. But is that controlling or is that making a conscious decision? It's both, though. I think two can be true, right? I think they both can coexist. I think if you get in a monogamous relationship, right, we know monogamy means one, mm -hmm. right? So if you're in a monogamous relationship, you got to be able to control the urges, right? And I'm pretty sure it's Bible verses out here. I don't know the exact terminology, I'll but... I'll be knowing them either. Don't yeah. worry. But, yeah, so, like, if you're in a monogamous relationship, right, things are going to crumb. Like, things are... Like, Temptation is going to come just because you're in a monogamous relationship, just because you're married, don't mean that problems aren't going to come. Mm -hmm. But you got to fight through those problems. And when you aren't able to control your emotions, it's going to be hard. Like, your girl, you could be having a grand time at home. You in the club in the, in the, in the wrong environment or just in an in in environment that you're not used to. And a woman look good and she come up to you, she talking to you, she might be flirting. You might want to, oh, I want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's controlling emotions. They don't always have to be anger. You know what I'm saying? Like, it be multi, it's multiple layers of controlling emotions. But just like being a Christian, like, think about it. Like, it's hard to, I don't know, for the people that go to church on Sundays or whatever, go to church every, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to, to, uh, to what be are, committed to this practice. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to, but I look at it like this. I compare, like, I can I can compare my podcast. That's what I could do. Bro, it's hard to get up and get an interview every Wednesday and Thursday, right? It's it's hard to post the, the, the audio on time, make sure the video is on time. That's hard. But because I love it, I understand the value in it, so I'm going to continue to do it because mm -hmm. I can see the, the end. You got to understand, you got you to gotta be able to see the value in everything, right? If you are with a woman, you got to be able to see the value in, in the relationship with your woman, right? If you are, if you are, Christian or religion, whatever, you got to see the value of what you believe in. But to that's, actually act on it. Exactly. But people don't see the value in it. That's why they, they backslide on a lot of things. Is, so one of the, the confusing thoughts that women, we will just never understand, and I just want you to try to explain it, the scenario that you just explained. We're in the club. I have a woman at home that I love. This is mm -hmm. my boo. I was just on the phone with her. Like, nothing is wrong at home. I'm in the club. Mm-hmm. This woman is flirting. She look good, whatever. What is the thought? Not because I know the thought is she looks good. That's the initial thought. But what are you actually thinking like on your way out the club with this woman or up to a hotel room or out to a like there's so many steps that have to happen between this initial just you see this girl to you didn't convinced her to come home with you. Like there's so many things that have to happen. What are y'all like thinking because a woman, when that's when that scenario happens, and this has actually happened to me, you know, in college, I'm at home sleep and you didn't went out and cheated. You couldn't have just wanted to have sex because you could have just came home and had sex with me. So it's not that. Mm -hmm. So what is it that keeps you from just going home and having sex with your girl versus taking a stranger home and possibly ruining your relationship? It's everything. It's like, again, it's not just like these conversations are huge, right? Like it's not just one layer. It's multi-dimensional. It's multi so like 
it could be, I don't know, let's just go with uh, greed, right? It could be greed. It could be um, just not being content with what you got. It's so many. It could be power. Think about it like this. I think women look at sex like, I don't know, this grand prize, and it should be it's looked sacred at. Yeah, it is. It is, and it should be sacred to men as well, right? But we don't, we're not taught that. Well, we come up, and I'm not trying to make excuses. We coming up where men having multiple women is that's dope. Like that's player. Your like I'm a dapping you yeah, up. like I'm that man. So uh, uh, it's funny because we think that, yo, it's, I don't know what's up with the world. It's like we think that we just supposed to be adults and automatically like become adults. Nah, the if you if you don't learn right, you got to make some mistakes throughout. Like if you don't learn the lessons to understand the importance of not doing these things, you are gonna continue to think it's okay. So I say that to say it's like it's immaturity. It's a lot, right? So like we in a club. I see a good chick. I'm not thinking my brain. I'm thinking my dick. Excuse me. I don't know if you curse, but like, think about it. So like, bro, my dick get hard. I'm honestly one to uh to 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 itch that scratch. You know what I'm trying to scratch that whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my shit off. That's all I'm thinking. And then it's chasing it. My girl already got it. My girl look good. I already got it. Or the chase is done. Like I want to feel like I, I got it. I want to feel like I'm that man. So now I'm talking to you. Now it's an attractive woman. And, and think about it. It's ego. It's so many things. It's like this is not just a one-dimensional conversation, multiple uh, layers to this, multiple nuances. If it's a beautiful woman, think how men think. We got big egos, right? How many other niggas are drooling ju- 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 over this girl, right? There's a lot of niggas drooling over this girl. She want me. Boom. That's ego, right? Now I got to let her know that I got to convince her that I'm that man, right? Again, it's just it's greed. Like, man, I can have multiple niggas. Now how the niggas going to look at me? Now I get her home. I have sex and then post nut clarity hitting and I was like, shit, why I do that? You know what I'm saying? But that's just that's the same with masturbation, it's the same with a lot. Like it's like that's why controlling emotions, that's a big conversation I have. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't just my girl made me mad, I don't wanna go fuck somebody else. That could be one of them though. But even in that moment, you gotta understand, I think it's better to just if it's that bad, just leave. Or tell her. But, but but people, when it's not, what about when it's not bad? That's my point. Yeah. Sometimes that's what is like blows our minds it's like you be thinking that y'all just living y'all best life and then you cheated on me and I thought it was all good that is the confusion but to your point women see sex as something totally different than men so we see it as being sacred and special I'm only giving this to you why are you out here getting it from everybody else what you into I'm just curious like what like you like house decor like what, what what's like what's your travel travel if you went to every country in this world would you be satisfied Bad example. Would I have to go see more? You're saying? Did you go to? I'm assuming you travel no, every country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But are, um, would you want to go see more? Yes, I would. Because it's more cities. Mm-hmm. If you went to every city in this world, like you, it's is that's what you like. So I'm just saying, as men, I'm not making an excuse or nothing like that. I'm just saying, for me, I mm-hmm. can't speak for all men. Fuck it. Like so, for me, before I, before I was like took on this faithful like road, it was just. Bro, like, man, I want my cake and eat it, too. Like, that's what you make cake for. I want to eat it, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, yeah, man, my girl is beautiful, but I'm that man about to, you know what I'm saying? Then different girls for different things. Like, it's, bro, it's, it's multiple layers to this. It's, it's so many layers. And this is why a lot of the conversation on the internet is, okay, y'all are telling black women what we need to do. We need to be more feminine. We mm-hmm. need to be vulnerable. We need to be all of these things but then you still gonna cheat on us because you want your cake and eat it too. What are we supposed to do with this information? Like, how wh- where, how can we bridge the gap? Do we just have to get into, like, polyamorous relationships and we at least just know that this is what it is, so now we're not heartbroken? Like, what, in your opinion, 
as a man, because I don't sit in your shoes. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like to have this desire to go out and have sex with multiple people. So what is a woman supposed to do with this information? Set boundaries and stand on them. Mm. You feel me? I stand feel on like, business. Yeah, I think like, bro, we said we had boundaries, but a part of having boundaries is, is standing on them though. Like how many times, I don't want to say your husband, but like, I don't know. How many times you have boundaries and somebody crossed the line? I'm like, man, you already crossed the line one? Nah, that's your boundary. Like, the same with parenting. In order for our kids to be successful, when we when we make rules, we got to enforce the consequences when they break them. Point blank, period. They're going to think you sweet. It just is what it is. The same way relationships. If you're dealing with somebody, you got boundaries, and you set your boundaries. If you don't stand on the consequences behind your boundaries, then they're going to think it's sweet. So I think it's, it's boundaries, one. Okay. Right? Okay. But two, for men, I mean, you got to learn how to have self-control. It just is what it is. And then also, like, what I was for your first statement. I'm just to be straight up. I feel like when a man tell a woman how they should, I don't want to say how to be a woman, but when a man is telling a woman what they're looking for, I feel like on the internet, the first thing I see from women is combativeness. Mm-hmm. Like, they fight it. It's like, bro, I, I just told my wife this, my fiance this. I'm like, yo. Why when men give women a blueprint, the first thing y'all do is fight it. So I think a big part of that is just listening. That's both sides, though. If I say, yo, I want my woman to be feminine, this, this, and that, if you want to be with me, you got to understand that's what it come with. That's what I want. And that's what I'm expecting. The same way from you. Like, if you say you want me this way, it's either I got to, like, can I check these boxes off? Can it, Can this be somebody I... Can this be somebody I'm willing to be, right? Mm-hmm. If not, move on. But a lot of times we try to fit in boxes where... You know, like, where we don't fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to make ourselves one way when we're not. It's, it's okay, bro. If you're not like that, it's okay. You won't, you can find somebody that's like that. But that's why I say, like, it's really just... And it's confidence, though. Like, mm-hmm. if you play, you, all this cheating stuff, like, that shit is for kids. Because if you really play, like, what the world we live in now, if I was single, like, I'd be having my way. I say that because, like, women are okay with poly. Women are, like, women are okay with that. The only thing you got to do is just... Give them the option. You feel me? Like, if you really play a, you really can have your way. Yeah, man, I'm having had sex with other chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you into the protection, I would hope. We, we haven't protected sex. You know what I'm saying? If you cool with it, you cool with it. Yeah, I'm having my way with other chicks. I'm not. Just be real. If you really that nigga, like, you think you that nigga, and that's just come with a different confidence and bravado. Like, I'm just a different person. You feel me? So, like, a lot of this just be, like, people not confident in themselves. Insecurities. So, if you want to do that, just a monogamous relationship ain't for you. And that's okay. But niggas just I think want everything. being able to be aware enough to know that, though, because yeah. the, I think the issue comes in when you are trying to fit yourself into this box of a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. knowing that you don't desire this, you're not comfortable with it, this isn't ideal for you, you can't keep up with it, you're not being honest about being able to do this, you're trying to fit yourself into this box to be whoever you think this woman wants you to be. Man, I don't so know. do you think that women should not have an expectation that men will be faithful? Do you think this is just what comes with being with a man? Nah, man. I don't know. I feel like if, if you got an expectation of a man being faithful, the moment he cheat, leave him. Pause for the cause, because I saw another clip from your podcast where you talked about cheating on your fiance. Mm-hmm. She did not leave you. She did. What about that? She should have? I mean, maybe, yeah. Like, I stand on what I say, yeah. But do you not think that you learned your lesson, you evolved, you have become, you know, like, how, how? Um, it gets tricky. It's getting tricky. I mean, not re- like, yeah, so can people grow? Can people learn? For sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, like, again, that's, 
that's not the majority though, right? Like, like a lot of like what they say, if you want cheat, you always a cheater. Once a cheater, always a cheater, right? That's what they say, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying for the majority of what I know, right? A man cheat, he cheat again or whatever, you get what I'm saying? And then girls complain about men cheating. Well, find a new man. You get what I'm saying? For me, it's all about self-development, like from from the beginning. So the reason I don't cheat don't got nothing to do with my girl. Nothing. Literally is the last thing. And honestly, the when I did cheat, it was really childish to keep it all, and to be honest with you. It wasn't even a good cheat. It just wasn't like, even I'm, worth it. I'm not even lying. Like I'm just being straight up with you. Like I know it might sound funny, but I'm just being it wasn't even like it wasn't even a good cheat. It just it just was out of pure emotions and just like insecure, not insecurity, but like just childishness to keep it all the way funky with you. Like I'm gonna keep it like I'm not I'm not holding back. Like it wasn't even worth it. You know what I'm saying? Not because of but everything, no, because everything, because of the, the chick down to how long it took for us to get over it and even not even talk about it no more, to really forgive. Like, it's so much. It just wasn't even worth it. Like, I could have just left for two days or so. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have did that. You, you feel me? But I had, to, I had to learn through that. But I say that to say, nah, man, I think um, it's it's a big conversation. Like, it's like I'm trying to have it, but this is a huge conversation. What made you tell her you cheated on her? Because it's some people who subscribe to the take it to the grave. Yeah, all my friends told me I was stupid as hell. Um, Looking back, do you think you were stupid as hell? Possibly, maybe. Not really. I I got a conscience, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I told you I'm all about self-development. So, like, not telling her, I mean, even cheating is contradicting, but it's just, like, not telling her is just, it's not conducive to who I am. Like, I'm a person, like, I'm, I'm a like I said, like I try to be a good person, so I got a conscience. So the moment she came back off the trip, I told her, like straight up, like yo, like you know what I'm saying. That don't make it better, and I still did it. It's just I got a conscience. I don't know, like hmm. I, I, people out here be. Dang, devils, like, yeah, you got to bring her back because I want to hear from her. Hindsight being 2020, do, does she wish you would have just took that shit to the grave? Damn, that's crazy. That's, that's a, a good great question. question. It is because my theory, and I always cringe at myself before I say this, but it's it's the damn truth. I don't think that if I found out my husband was cheating on me tomorrow, I would never talk to him again and I would divorce him never. I honestly, my heart to God, I don't think that that would be. Can I be real with you? Don't make this a clip and embarrass me because I don't even want her to know. I'm joking, but whatever. I brought to tell my homie. I feel like. I don't even want to say that. I, I, I feel what you feel. Like, it's like, bro, like, at the end of the day, I don't want to make no excuses for it. You know what I'm saying? It's I don't want to excuse it. I'm yeah. not giving you a permission slip. I'm not giving yeah. you a hall pass. But if I, I just feel like you, I'm not a snooper. I'm not going to look for stuff. If if I found out you're cheating on me, you're just foolish. You weren't even being, like, you're just, it, it was just stupid. So my whole thing has always been, I should not know about any of these things. Don't bring nothing to my, you know, so I would love to ask her, does she think that would have been different if she just didn't know about it? And then she could have kept, because to me, what changes and what makes it so hard to stay together after infidelity is who you become to me. It's like, I thought you were all of this. I had you on this pedestal. I thought you were this great man. But now I see you're just like these other guys or you're just like whatever. And so, you know, even though y'all have gotten through it, I'm sure how she sees you has taken a hit. For sure. But I think, man, if I would cheated or not, it always takes a hit. You think so? Man. Why? How? What do you mean? Because we are flawed, bro. Like, I don't think, like, you don't like, think, though, that there's some things that's like, but 
this, though. If you do this, it ain't no going back. It's like, you're gonna get on my nerves every day, but I wouldn't leave you for getting on my nerves. But I'm gonna leave your ass for abusing me. You know, like, I'm yeah, gonna... Yeah, I, I don't know. No, you're right. I, I don't know. I mean, I think... Because we are flawed, we all, we, we're never going to be the person that you saw me as. That's like when you meet your, your favorite celebrity, like... You're going to be disappointed. Right, like you see them in these movies, you think they this person, they regular, just like us. Like you see that, you see the stuff that Diddy going on, the stuff that... I, I remember, I'll never forget, the first time I seen Fabulous and like Emily's situation, right? I was distraught because I love Fab. And I'll never forget, the engineer in the radio station was like, huh? Why? Like, bro, he's a regular person just like you. Like, don't put nothing past nobody. But I say that to say, when you first meet somebody, you automatically think they the best person in the world. You fall in love, and, and that's cool. But then you start to see, you move in with them. They might not do the dishes like you do the dishes. They might not. It'd be mad things mm -hmm. that you start looking at them differently. Like, man, it's not, he's not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's our fault. We give people this pedestal that we should be giving God. And the moment we find out that they not God, we like, oh my God, I can't believe you. Wait, how many... How many mistakes you made with yourself, though? Let's think about it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we, how many times you had to forgive yourself? Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, so it's like, you mean to tell me you think you're going to be in a long-term relationship and I'm just be perfect to you? So cheating or not, I'm not going to lie. Like, cheating or not, it's still, like, you still would find a reason for me to be flawed because I'm flawed. It is what it there is. There are still definitely imperfections. So I think that having those expectations, though, I think is a big part of it. What would you say as someone who is on the verge of getting married, what are the expectations that you have for your wife? That's why I'm getting married. To I don't figure have that them. out? No. They done. I had them. And every time I had it, it, it something happened where she ain't meet it and it would be disappointing. So you said, so let's get, just get married? That was the solution? No. Nah, it's the fact that I understand that she's human. It's the fact that I love her through the flaws, right? Like when you have counseling, they act, well, therapy, they say, yo... Would you marry this person if they didn't change today, right? And my my answer will always be like, but only if she could do this, if she just did this, it, it's only a small thing, but it's small to me. The moment I let that go was the moment I truly was able to love her through all. Like, it's like, bro, yeah, she get on my damn nerves. You know what I'm saying? I told her not too long ago. I'm like, it might be, you know how they, back in the day they said, like, have a list of what people, um, the pros and cons. If the cons outweigh the pros, then move on, right? And I said, bro, it might be more noises than the other side. But guess what? The other side, way, way more. Because think about it. I could have five feathers right here, and I could have one cinder block. It's more feathers for sure, but the cinder block going to weigh way more. You know what I'm saying? more important, more valuable. Exactly. So, like, yeah, even that is like, bro, we live together. We're going to be annoyed with each other. We got our children together. We're going to be – it's things that don't even work in our favor. We're going to be annoyed with each other. But in the moments – when it all matters, man, she check off those boxes. You know what I'm saying? The, the important things. I think that, though, comes back to self-awareness of yeah. knowing what's petty versus what should be a priority. Right. Because, like you said, some things are a feather. Like, it could get on your damn nerves. But is that enough to be a deal-breaker for this no, relationship? No, like, she's, that's my woman. Like, bro, I cherish her. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's the moment, the times, the conversations that we have when I'm not feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Like, the person she is to me, like, how nurturing she is, the person she is to... Her daughter and my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Our daughters. Like, it's, it's, bro, it's, man, and it's just. So y'all have a, really... a new baby. Mm -hmm. How has, how has becoming, because you were parents already. Yeah, so her, but, her daughter is, that's my stepdaughter, but. Gotcha. Uh, day, but now y'all have a, new, a baby yeah. baby together. Becoming parents together. Mm hmm how has that impacted your relationship? Because I think that's a conversation we don't have enough. We are always excited 
about the pregnancy announcement, the gender reveal, yay, the baby is here, but the impact that becoming parents has on a relationship, we don't usually talk about that. I mean, it's hard, but, bro, so is everything else. Like, um, I don't know, bro. Like, it ain't really, it's hard for sure, right? My daughter's three months. She about to be four months. Um, but... One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't know. Do you feel like anything has changed in terms of the relationship? So maybe I can't, you know, my my fiance doesn't show up the same way because now she has this new responsibility. I have to navigate that. I think men get lost in the sauce of how do I navigate this newness? How do I support you in this newness? How do I still be the man in this newness? How do I cover this whole household? And how do I express myself? You know, like it's so many different things elements that if we're not talking about it it can cause challenges in a relationship no it was challenging when she was pregnant though but now not really maybe for her but like at the end of the day the 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 main still is the main the main thing is still the main thing i gotta take care of the house i gotta take care of my kids like i had a daughter before this like granted i met her at eight but still like that's my daughter you know what i'm saying i took the responsibility as a man so like the for me the main thing is still the main thing you know what i'm saying so it's like and that aspect not changed maybe for Mm -hmm. her right but like I'm still going to chase my dreams, right? If she, worst case, something happens, she got to go to work, go back to work and work, go work every day, and I can't record, I'm going to record at 12. And if I can't get the interviews at 12, I'm going to do it virtual. So, like, for me, it's like, bro, I'm I'm committed with this. Like, this dream of mine, like, nobody is in, in front of this. Not my mom's, not my kid, not my my woman, nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, no, it's God, me. You feel me? God, me. And then I can love somebody else, right? Then it's my family. Like, I, I was taught that from a young age. So, like, ain't nothing going to change because mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of the crib like I've been doing, and I'm going to find a way to make this dream work no matter what. Ain't no excuses. Does that make sense? That does make sense. What do you say to men who don't feel like there's a value for men in getting married? Like, that, what is the benefit today in today's society for of a man? Of not being married? Yeah, for a man to get married. Oh, the benefit of getting married? Mm-hmm. 
Man, you don't have to go through life alone. You know what I'm saying? And it depends who you are. You might be... It's some people out here who swear they don't care about what people say. They swear they don't need nobody. So if you don't need nobody, then you don't need to get married. Cool. But, like, I ain't gonna lie. It feels good to be able to have somebody with you because at the end of the day, this do get tough. And when it gets tough, I have somebody there that's going to speak life into me. Right? Um, that's that's great. One, two. Uh, like, man, she makes it easy for me to be a father. I'm going to keep it all the way funky with you. Like... Bro, mm. like, parenting is a job. Like, motherhood is a job. Like, it's, bro, she makes it, eat. like, man, it's crazy. Like, I can do things like this because she's home with the child. Like, that's one, that's two, right? I think that's important because, like, man, I'm trying to get it. And she makes you like, okay, cool. She's supporting you yeah. while you are out in the world. Yeah, that's two. Um, Three. We can't ignore uh, the the status. We got it. Like you got it is what it is. We might not agree with it, but it's a different status when you marry. For a man or just period? I think for a man. I think um, I think women might even lose status. To be honest with you, really? Yeah, not even status, but like I think in marriage, outside of the money and the you know all that stuff, when it comes to like how people look at you. I feel like men probably level up in that aspect, and women probably like. Really, you don't think that society looks at a wife as like you've achieved this thing versus no, a single do. woman who yeah, gets yeah, yeah. No, 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 they probably do. Yeah, not But for men, I do think that it's like. For men, I feel like it's more professionally. Yeah, that's it, on what the I'm professional yeah, side, for yeah, men, yeah. it's like you are a man of a certain like stature. Yeah, if you are that's a family what I'm trying man. to say. Yeah, yeah, I feel like with women though. Niggas are weirdos. Like, granted, people try to still mess with married women, but it's like when you see a chick that's with a ring, it's like you're usually not trying to mess with a woman. Yeah, right. And you. even I'm gonna be straight up like, bro, I'm still a nigga at the end of the day. So like, even as times like when I was single, like you might see a girl get in a relationship, you unfollow her until she like. It's like you really lose something when it comes to that. Like so, like even the men that's weirdos, right? Think about it, it's weirdos in this industry. There's a lot of niggas who try to fuck fuck these little chicks and like you know what I'm saying. Chicks be coming up off of like their sexuality. And to each his own. But when you get married, that's you might have with. a weird... Yeah, you might have a weird... I was like, oh, she married. I can't finesse her. You know what I'm trying to say? If that makes sense. Sound crazy. But whereas though a man... A yeah, but a man you get married, it's like, oh, yeah, he's married. He's this. He's that. He put him on his, another pedal stool. Mm -hmm. It's like... You're a responsible man. Yeah, that's how you look. The whole time, you could be a dog. You're a cheap-ass nigga. Like, Trash still, with a ring on your finger. <laughs> facts. Like, yeah. you still ain't shit, for real. But. Random question, and then I want you to tell the people about your podcast. Do men ever check their homeboys? You just speak for yourself. If you're out with your homies mm -hmm. and you see one of your married homeboys flirting with a girl, about to leave with a girl, is that ever a conversation or is it like a don't ask, don't tell, I'm going to mind my business type of thing? In that moment, no. It's like fighting. Again, I'm, I might be, I'm a little rough around the edges, so excuse okay. me. But like, bro, if I'm out, my woman, my, my homie or whatever, if we get into something and it's your fault, I'm fighting with you. But when we get home, you're going to have to hear it. Like, bro, you want some goofy time. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Same with that. Like, so. So you're going to wait until after they have sex with the lady and then ask about it? Yeah. Because, like, what am I doing? I'm going to step in, like, yo, I'm not going to make him look bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't my job to make him look bad. Like, my goal is to never make him look bad. But it is to hold him hold him accountable and responsible. But are you holding him accountable if you let it happen? Bro, I'm, he's his own person. I can say something, he can still do it. But you just said I'm going to hold him accountable, but you're going to wait until it's over. Yeah. I'm not. Who am I to just step in and stop that? Your man brother's from, keeper. I am you my brother's fight, keeper. You would fight for him. Nah. You would risk injury mm -hmm. for him. 
Mm-hmm. But you can't step in and be like, hey, bro, you don't think that's a good idea, huh? You ain't gonna go home. Let's go. We're gonna head on out. So, yeah, so, all right. If if I see my homie, like, talking to a girl, right? They about to leave. No, I'm not about to dash over there, right? No, but if if if, if it's, like, time in between you talking to a chick, like, I'm gonna take her home, I might say, like, yo, you know, it ain't even worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't worth it. But at the end of the day, he's gonna make his own decision. But no, I'm not grabbing him, hog tying him, putting him yes. in the car. Like, no. Drag him out. No, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm gonna tell him, though, like, bro, you on goofy time. That is one of the things that I think we need to do better. Let me rephrase this. No, I'm going to say, I'm going to just go with that. Because I was going to say, I think women, you know, we will check our girlfriends. Hell but no. no, sometimes we don't. So oh, I'm going to say, oh, I'm, so, so I'm, look, I'm all willing right, to take, right, I'm right, taking that on. Sick. You're right. Sheesh. So I'm going to say we, as people, I think we need to do a better job of not just minding our business. Like, oh, good luck. Because when, when this couple ends up, you know, let's say it's the woman. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's my homegirl, and I don't say nothing. You know, I see she's making a mistake that it's not just a bad thing because I'm judging her and I'm calling it bad. This goes against what she says she wanted, which is this husband that she got at home. Mm-hmm. So if I see her making this mistake, but I think I'm going to just mind my business. Like, all right, girl, you know, I'm, I'm not going to cheer her on, but I'm not going to stop her either. I'm going to just mind my business. Then if she goes home and he beats her up, I'm going to have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. If he decides to leave her and now she can't take care of her kids or whatever happens, I'm going to have a problem with the results of the decision. But I'm not willing to step in and help her detour from making this bad decision. I'm going to wait and then react to it versus like trying to be proactive. So in a perfect world, how how do you stop her? In a perfect world, I think that there are nonverbal things the same way. That's role play. I'm I'm your homegirl. Let me give you an example. How old are you? 32. 32. You said that. When you were a teenager, did y'all have like teen clubs where mm-hmm. you was like, uh, yeah. what did we call it? We used to it call wasn't it like twerking, but pumping on whatever on. you was doing back in the day. Mm-hmm. When when we would go to those parties, when the dude would walk up behind you, me and my homegirl, we would make eye contact, right. mm-hmm. and she would give, yep, she yeah. would give you a no or she would give you a signal. Yeah, that is what you can do, cool. a nonverbal signal. So if that, that's what I said. Like I would say, like I don't think that's a smart idea, right? But if you give me, I a, don't believe you though. I don't believe you're gonna do that. I believe you're gonna do like. Nah, like, nah, I'm not that person, but whatever. But let's say you do give them a nonverbal and they still do it themselves. Then what? Then, then you are free to do what? Because you just told me I should hog time and put him I in I was a- joking. You shouldn't literally drag him out. Okay, even if you do nothing. Mm-hmm. My point is I think we should have a problem with it. For sure. Not oh, even I'm that you should you. take it as you. your responsibility. Yeah. This is a whole adult. I'm not saying you should cause a fight and, you know, cause a scene. I'm not saying any of that. But I think as a culture, as a community, we should have a problem sure. with bad behavior. We just 100%. shouldn't be co-signing bad behavior. I'm with you. I, uh, with we that, 100%. That. I think, but also on top of that, I think you need to know who you're hanging with, though, at the same time. Same time, I agree. I think community and proximity is super important. Agreed. Right now, if you with a bunch of men who's been proven to be stand-up men, and one of them is, like, just having a bad day, of course, it's different. That conversation is way different, bro. We ain't even knowing that. You know what I'm saying? But if you just hang with a bunch of dogs, then you know what dogs you do. You know what time you know what it is. It just is what it is. So, like, I think it's it's hard for me to answer that question because that ain't the type of time I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Like, people I'm hanging with, it's like-minded individuals. And even if they're not married, I'm telling my man, it's like, bro, take your time. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't get in a relationship right now. You know what I'm saying? Wait till you 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 are ready for, for that. You know what I'm saying? Because you could think about you when you're single, but the moment you're in a relationship, it ain't about you no more. You feel me? So it's like, 
I don't know, like, I ain't knowing that. But, yeah, if I'm out with my man's with a girl, like, yo, that's, we ain't even knowing that. Like, we ain't knowing that type of time. I just want y'all to stop smiling in these girlfriends' faces and then y'all be out at the club letting her get cheated on. That's just, we, y'all smile, call us sis, we be homies and all of the things, and then y'all let our men just be out here dogging us. And when I say let, I mean let as in you didn't speak up for us. What circle are you in, though? Well, this is not my reality. All right, because I can't... I, that's hard. That's like, I'm, I ain't doing I'm that. Very, I'm very much so generalizing here. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing that. Like, I ain't... First but you are an evolved body. man. For I'm sure. talking about the average man. I'm talking about average. I'm not talking okay. about you or your circle. I'm specifically just talking about the average man who would even be in this situation because... I can't really talk about the average well, man. Yeah, you, average. you've evolved past that. I ain't that. doing that. Like, and I... When I was out doing my thing, I was so I kind of I guess I get it. Like even like when I was young, like I but I was young. You know what I'm saying like I was like 20. I got a relationship when I was 26. Mm -hmm. So even when I before that is just like I guess I, I guess I I can understand it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But even then, I don't even think I was hanging with married men. You know, like I wasn't. It so, wasn't in yeah. Yeah, so I can't understand because when I was 25 and I was cheating, I wasn't hanging with married men. I wasn't in the circles I'm in. You know what I'm saying? So. Who was checking me? We all was doing the same thing. Everybody was, yeah. That's the circle. I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? So now that I'm not in that circle, it's like, yeah. I mean, so if that's the average man, yeah, I mean, check your homie. I can say that. Like, bro, check your homie, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and if you're not checking your homie, then, but that says a lot about him. I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, association, proximity, all of that um, is super important. And it's a reflection of you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So um, your podcast... Tell the people about it. You've referenced it so many times that I know they're going to go check it out, but what are they going to get when they watch? Man, they're going to get real conversations no matter what. I think um, I'm a very upfront type of person. Like, you see what you get, right? So, like, I guess on the interview side of it, like, great conversations, um, great questions, inquisitive questions. Like, I'm probably going to ask the question you're probably thinking, right? Like, and you get probably to tell their business. You yeah. guys, I need to tell her business. It went viral. That thing went viral. All the blogs. Did you Und have to take that out? Mm. Okay. Unfortunately, but I took some things out. Okay. I'm like, again, I'm with integrity. You know what I'm saying? So like, everything that you heard or saw was because she was okay with it, right? Like, I oh, I wasn't saying it like you. No, just no, no. You should. No, no, no. Okay. You should. No, okay. no. Everything that you hear and see, for a lot of times, you is because they're okay with it. Mm -hmm. Do I get frustrated at those moments? For sure. But at the end of the day, I don't want nobody feeling comfortable. I want you to feel comfortable. But I do want to, I want you, the, the, the conversations is more about being vulnerable so how people can learn through your mistakes. That's why I even like, about the cheating thing, like I talk about it with my girl, we can talk about it, we can talk about my homies, we can talk about it regardless because it's something I did, that's me, it don't make me who I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can learn through it. You feel what I'm trying to say? So it's like, but a lot of times those hard conversations come with something that's uncomfortable, right? Granted her parents, right? That's a real thing. But just because you Zanique, you shouldn't have, like, that, you, you, you can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it might be unfortunate. I remember when I when I went to therapy, I'll never forget. Like, I love my mom to death, like, to life. Like, that's my dog. But there's a lot of things that she did that made me uncomfortable when it hurt. And my therapist was like, tell me about a relationship with your mom. I'm like, man, it's cool. I love her. And I told her about all hard times or whatever, but she was like, but how did it make you feel? I'm like, sheesh. You get what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, we can, I can love you. We can be cool and it ain't no love lost, no harm done, but it, it still shouldn't be none when I'm just expressing myself as mm -hmm. well. So that's what it really is about. But a lot of times, them expressing themselves come with the BS of the internet that was already out there. So sometimes they don't want to talk about those things. And mm -hmm. I get it. Sometimes you might not be ready. It's like, man, if I talk about it, they're going to 
they gonna judge me all they want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. Like even if we, if you clip this up, however you clip it or whatever, and we just put the cheating part out of it, like, I'm good. But it's not that. It, it'd be uncomfortable. Let's like, and yeah, I might not like it, but my growth, I grew past that. And with me and my woman have an understanding. It's it's hard to explain it, but you gotta growth is a as an ongoing thing. You know what I'm trying to say? So like you gotta be able to be be grow grow through it to have mm -hmm. these conversations. That's why I understand people that don't want to have it. But yeah, we talk about all that. Like we talk about if somebody did some wild stuff. Like if Diddy came on today, I'm asking him straight up. What happened with Cassie? You did it, huh? I I probably not even that. Say that. I'm act no. I'm asking. Yo, there's a lot of other stuff coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like what's up? Like how how does it make you feel? And he probably not want to talk about that, but I'm. You ain't got to worry about me dodging no questions, for sure. So, podcaster to podcaster, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. What are you saying inside your head when you push that envelope? You did it. Did I? Yeah, you brought up me cheating. But you already talked about that on your podcast. That's facts. how I knew about it. Yeah, facts. So, if I knew something, because this has actually happened where I knew something and I didn't bring it up in an interview because I didn't want to put somebody on the spot or I didn't want them to be uncomfortable. And I want people to, like, give not me think example. I'm a bitch when they leave here. Not that, but give me, like, an actual example. closer to the example. It don't um, have to be the person. Or, don't tell that business. I mean, it was a long time ago, so they won't know this about them. But um, I saw someone talking about a miscarriage that they had, mm -hmm. right? That was not something that... She ended up talking about something where I could have segued into this miscarriage thing. I didn't want her to be uncomfortable. I didn't want this experience, because that would have been all you thought about when you left, was this one thing that I brought up and made you uncomfortable. You don't feel like people are like that? Yeah, for sure. But if it's in line with your show, bro, mm -hmm. I know the purpose of me and what I got going on, right? Like, outside of the, the people trying to make about God, but I know the purpose of my show, is, and it's to have transparent conversations so when somebody's going through the same thing as you, they can mm -hmm. relate to you, mm -hmm. right? So you having a miscarriage, Yes, yeah, uncomfortable conversations, but it's for the greater good. Because there's so many other women out there who had miscarriage and don't know how to act to it, mm -hmm. don't know how to react to it, don't know how to, don't even know what to think when they're going through miscarriage. That's a that's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's my duty to. I gotta talk about Do it. Do you ask them first? Like, are, is there anything nah. off limits? You mm -hmm. just go for it. Because I I found that it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Mm -hmm. Because like, if I ask you, you don't understand the intent behind it, and now you thinking we could have had a great we could have had a great moment, but because you think that. Because everybody else are messy, I'm gonna be messy, right? Like, even like so, for example, like, I'll give you a real example. Like B Simone. And I think I think she did a great job with her hands. So I hated it, but it was it was fire coming from another like creator, content creator. Um, the situation with uh Danny Lay, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm asking, like, I'm not trying to be messy, but I'm like, yo, as a woman, a god from a woman, right? When somebody accuses you of like dealing with their man, right? As a woman, you know how that will feel with for you, mm -hmm. right? Why not reach out to her to, 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 to double down and let her know, like, I, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like, because, like, you would want that for you, like, as a woman. So, on the surface, if I'm saying we're going to talk about Danny Lay, like, you trying to be messy. I'm not trying to start no stuff. It's really about what's in you. How you could have handled Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't have nothing about what, yo, you want to fire? I ain't. No, it's like, yo, that's a real thing, right? Tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what about you? Like, if, if, if you say that these things hurt you, you've been somebody who've been subjected to mad people got something to say about you. So put your shoe on in, in her foot, right? Mm -hmm. How could like you can't you see how that would be frustrating? But what happens is when her answer was like, she ain't talk about it before, so she ain't gonna talk about it on my platform, which is dope. Like from a creator, I hate it, but it's like, yeah, I ain't about to give you that either. Like mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that on my yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say it on mine and yeah. then you gotta come. So I get it. But um, yeah, these are the things I'm talking about. But again, if I'm asking you, hey yo, I just wanna let you know, I'm talking about Danny Lay. 
I'm even I'm giving you a heads up and I'll Yeah, you like, nah, I ain't talking about that because you think I'm trying to trick value the whole time. Like, even with uh Zonique, I really cared. Like, bro, like, yo, I know that's hard, bro. Cause people looking at you like, yo, you're a celebrity kid. You got it going on. The whole time, we more alike than than different. Mm -hmm. And people need to see that though, mm -hmm. right? Like, bro, yeah, your, your, your mom's is T.I. and Tiny, the greatest of all time, but guess what? Your mom is T.I. and Tiny, so they working a lot. You don't even get it. So just like I don't have my, my as a poor kid coming up, just like my parents wasn't there, guess what? Your same thing. The same thing, we can relate to that. And now people can understand. You just sitting in a nicer house. Come on, bro. And now it's probably worse because you sitting in a nice house with no friends because they ain't probably don't trust nobody because, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's different nuances, but I say I really don't. I feel like it's an obligation to have that conversation because my audience can grow from it. You know, to be honest, like, but to be, like, I think, not to chat, chat you to death, but I feel like, with me, I'm just still growing, like, because a lot of people don't want to have these conversations, and when we do, they ask me to take it out, and I get it, but I'm in a space where I just got to be patient, because the moment I become one of these big names, they'll trust me with it, right, mm -hmm. because think about it, people go to Gale, they go to Oprah for a specific conversation, mm -hmm. they go to have that conversation, me, I'm just Jay, they're like, who is that nigga, they think they do me a favor still, so I just got to be patient through it, so they'll see the, they'll see it's really good for, it ain't, I, I ain't on no messy, I ain't, I'm not a female, I'm not on no messy shit, like, I'm trying to have a real conversation that people can like, yo, damn, like, this is for you to clear it up. You're not red pill, you're not bashing women, nah, you're not doing know. any of the things, I just want to put that out there, so when you tell them where to go, find oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. they will go, no, so right here in this camera, let the people know. Name of the podcast, where they can find it. Yo, you can check me out, uh, Mr. J Hill Network, uh, the J Hill Podcast, where I interview like um, celebrities and stuff like that. But also the Gemini Scorpio Podcast, the podcast with me and my fiance. Um, I mean, she might be your wife by the time this yeah, comes out. Yeah, she's definitely gonna be my wife. Okay. Like she, she, that, bro, that that podcast is special. I really, I really stand on that. Like we have some of the most vulnerable conversations. Even listening back to it, it's like, damn, I don't want to have that. So check out the Gemini Scorpio Podcast. Uh, J Hill Podcast, uh, Mr. J Hill Network. Yeah, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Underscore J Hill. Uh, and that's all social media. YouTube, you can type in Mr. J Hill, it pop up. J Hill Network, pop up. Twitter, Mr. Underscore J Hill. Facebook, Mr. Underscore J Hill. Mr. J Hill, Google yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, is out there. So I will make sure all of that is linked down below. I'm going to be on his podcast one of these days, y'all. So you check me tomorrow. out. But don't be trying to set me up. I can't come tomorrow, but don't be trying to set me up. You literally just told me that you set the people up. What you mean? You set the people up to tell their business so you can really yeah. get, have a vulnerable conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to know some things about you. Yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm ask you real questions. Mm -hmm. Probably ask you about I might not be that. coming up on an upcoming episode, but tap in, subscribe. So if I do, you will know. Thanks. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Girl Stop Playing. Make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any new episodes. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, any place that you like listening po uh, to podcasts. And make sure that you share this episode with a friend. Thank you for sticking around to the end. I'll see you on the next episode. So if you made it this far, I just know you loved that episode. Well, what you did not know is that we recorded it right here in ATL at Elevate Studios. Yes, your girl has her own studio, y'all. And it's not just for me. I'm opening it up for you, too. So if you have a podcast, if you are a vlogger, a YouTuber, or a content creator, and you are looking for a professional studio to record your content, or you want to hire me and my team to fully produce your content, make sure you check out the show notes below or log on to elevateagency.com.
why aren't you selling your business to the government? At Flourish Media Co. has a free government contract guide for you to download so you can start doing business where the money resides. And sis, if you're a minority woman, you are doubly qualified for minority status. The federal government buys everything. They don't make anything. They spend trillions of dollars per year, $20 billion per day. And the government is looking for small businesses like yours to purchase from. At Flourish Media Co. is woman-owned, minority-owned, and located in a hub zone. The Flourish Media team is trying to put you on game. 23% of all government contracts are set aside for businesses like ours. Listen, make sure you follow at Flourish Media Co. and get the guide. And for a limited time, you can also get a one-time government contracting advisory call for $250. The government is going to buy from someone. Why can't that someone be you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.